0: Hey there, and welcome to Day 174 of Don't Forget Your Worth, the YouTube channel of the matching podcast that's titled just the same. They're both Don't Forget Your Worth. I'm Andrea, and sick as a dog. <laughs> sick as a dog, y'all. Um, I, I took a COVID test yesterday, a home test. It's the first one I've ever taken, um, and uh, it came back negative. So I went to work, but boy, uh, I think y'all know by 4 o'clock yesterday, I was completely fevered out, and it turns out that fever carried on for 14 hours all through the night. I think it finally broke at about 6 this morning, um, so of course I stayed put. I want to make sure I'm keeping my tribe safe, and, and uh, I've just been resting and trying to rehydrate, but a friend of mine so lovingly just said, I'll be bringing you some homemade chicken noodle soup, and so I'll just, you know, door dash, I'll ring the doorbell and and be on my way and i was like oh gosh i'm so blessed by this town and my tribe and feel so ridiculously loved by the people that you know god has put in my path but i've learned something from it that i'm going to give to you had she asked me could i bring some soup pie i promise you i would have said oh that's super sweet of you but no i'm okay i would have and she knew that too and so i hand this to you because i need to know to do this don't ask just do just do the blessing um, because boy, it was so sweet when she said that. I was like, oh, I'm so happy right now. Thank you, you know, so much. Um, and so I just learned from that lesson. Um. So anyway, I'm keeping my commitment, and like I say, I'm I'm doing pretty well for the most part. I'm just getting some rest, and I'll probably take another home test tomorrow, and see how things play out. Cause I I'm understanding that some of them, you know, they aren't real reliable, and sometimes it's too soon with symptoms, etc., etc., but I just want to make sure everything's all right. So with that, I found a crunchy piece. It's crunchy, y'alls. It's coming. It's not bad. It's called Crazy Is What Crazy Does, and so it begins. I came through the front door of our home from the church dessert auction and set my awarded items on the counter, asking our children and my vow maker, who would like some toffee truffle cake? hand shot up in the air with an occasional loud, me, me too. I noticed many half full one liter bottles of soda on the counter indicating that while I was gone, they'd all gone to the store to get sodas for all of them, which I found to just be ridiculously cute. Father started speaking into me as I was slicing up the cake and putting it on the plates and I was sick with what he was quote telling my spirit. It seemed trite strange. It's just soda. I sat on the bed, taking off my boots, trying to hear him more closely. I wandered out to the kitchen and asked my husband about the hilarious collection of sodas, and he said, I was just jonesing for a Diet Pepsi. Listening. Gross. Pitted feeling. Something was very, so very not right. By chance, did you take any of the children with you when you went to go grab them? No, it was just me, he said. These words confirmed the ick factor that Father had been, quote, telling me. But I wasn't understanding all the pieces yet. I wandered back to the bedroom and just sat and listened and prayed. I've had terrible resistance and been lied to so many times that I didn't even want to approach the pit that Father was telling me about knowing I was just going to be lied to again. I just sat on the bed paralyzed and thought with my head against the headboard and my legs stretched out in front of me. I am so tired of this. I am so tired of this. Father, I am so tired of this. I am tired of this. My husband came into our bedroom and closed the door. I have to tell you. I stopped him by saying, it's all right. I already know. The reason I left the children while I went to get sodas was because I drove by the church to see if you were really there. I looked online for the auction and couldn't find it. And it just seemed odd they do an event on a Friday night. I know, Father Cote told me. But really? I just thank you for telling me and not trying to cover up what was what you were really going through. I thank you. It's okay," I said. With this, he left the room and went back to the cake, movie, and commotion, and I laid my head on the bedroom pillow, sensing my heart wanting to hide deep away from my realities. The counselor asked my vow maker, Do you trust Andrea? Yes, I trust her completely, he said. I interjected in a mousy voice with carefully chosen words the sugar-coated version of his left-field paranoid accusations that landed us in counseling after just a few months of marriage. <clears throat> I have never cheated. He has cheated and been cheated upon. So what is going on? I was wondering. I have been in ministry for over 20 continuous years, but apparently in his mind, I I would decide to trash my credibility, my marriage, and put a big dent in my relationship with Christ and cheat. And my choice of story would be that I am going to a church benefit that I donated to. (laughs) I more than forgave him, but the whole accusation seemed wildly interesting to me. It was all very interesting to the psychiatrist as well. So interesting that my next phone call from her severed the counseling relationship with him. And there I sat. I called my father from our back bedroom closet, crying and crying, refusing to believe that this was it. Surely I can roll up my sleeves and figure out how to make this work. He was right. It isn't our jobs to fix our situations. It's very much the work of the Holy Spirit, and the ends results will be accounted for in lavish love. You cannot love your partner into loving, you cannot love your partner into trusting, you cannot love your partner into feeling empathy, you cannot love your partner into understanding what you are going through, you cannot love your partner into not drinking, you cannot love your partner into not lying, you cannot love your partner into not overeating. You cannot love your partner into telling you about their medications. You cannot tell love your partner into not overspending. You cannot love your partner into not drugging. You cannot love your partner into not abusing. You cannot love your partner into not viewing pornography. You cannot love your partner into not sleeping with somebody else. Not being loved by you is no more the problem than loving them is the solution. I'm going to read that again. Not being loved by you is no more the problem than loving them is the solution. You absolutely need to give them time and resources to work on themselves becoming strong again as an individual before you can have many expectations of becoming strong as a couple. Mentors, accountability partners, scripture, prayer, worship, books, support, friends. Pride will deny and resist change or criticism. Pride will deny help. As Christians, we are gravely warned about pride rearing its ugly head. Pride will even make you stay in relationships that aren't great for you, or great for your children, or even great for God's ministry through you. Pride is at the front door and back door of every failed marriage, friendship, or relationship if you take the time to unpack and carefully unfold all of the spiritual laundry. Pride. In fact, I'm going to side note. Scripture even says that pride comes before every fall, and I truly believe that. I really do. I know that I I had pride in doing what I could to try and make things work with something that the Lord would have never had for me. Um, but he did, he did allow, and he lovingly got me out of it. The irony of one extravagant God is the degree that he will go to to accomplish the works of protecting his sheep with orchestration that will blow your hair back. Miracle. I mean, he does it in the most story-twisting, man-that-was-close-that's-not-coincidence way. I cannot believe to the degree and the lengths that he went to just to show off a bit. God flat wants the great big glory. That the very one that was accusing you of deceiving was deceiving you. Irony. That the one that yelled at you about being so insecure was dumping his insecurities onto you one by one. By the hour load. Irony. That the one that accused you of, quote, being with people again and again and again was with somebody that he vowed he would never be with. The irony slithered right out of our lives. Miracle. Absolute miracle. The irony of the Christ. When deceivers are deceiving as their, quote, normal, then often they will project their normal right onto you naturally. To them, you were doing the things that they were doing. You even were, of course, doing the things that they were thinking you were doing. But of course, blink, blink, that's why you stand there, blink, blink, speechless, no words, thinking this is about as crazy as you have ever seen or heard. It is. What your father would not do to protect you, What your Father would not do to protect your heart, the very wellspring of life. You were created to be loved and adored. You were created to love and adore in obedience and service. Be obedient to God. Be obedient to service. Be obedient to serving your family and your children even in the meantime. God works and moves so very much in the meantime. His orchestration and timeliness are absolute perfection. In the meantime, love and trust Him with everything you have in you. In the meantime, be loving. In the meantime, forgive in every way you can think of. In the meantime, serve and be obedient. In the meantime, pray and pray and pray again and let the Holy Spirit just do His thing. He is he will. He does. Trust him completely. He's got this all figured out. <clears throat> I love you. <laughs> Bad spot to clear my throat. Sorry, y'alls. <laughs> I love you. Um, she's, there's some goodies in there. There really are. Um, I'm trying to think. I got a little bit distracted because I saw the text message roll in for the chicken noodle soup. <laughs> I was like, okay, I lost what I was going to say. <laughs> I've got chicken noodle soup on the brain. Um, where is it? I want to find it. Because I, I really don't want to let go, even though the pause right here is awkward. Um, oh, here, absolutely. Thank you, Lord. One of the important things that was in this message that wasn't called out necessarily was trusting your intuition. If you look back at this story, you will see father was telling me. Like I couldn't even make sense of it. I thought it was ridiculously cute that they went and got, you know, sodas together. And then I found out that it wasn't together. And then I found and it was like, okay, something's not sitting right. And I want you to know that intuition is wonderful discernment from the Lord. And it's something that I really had to grab hold of was all the areas where I felt like I was discerning things, but then I thought maybe I was being too critical. Um, that discernment is for you. It actually is there to protect you. So I, I offer that out from this message too, that as I was discerning, it was correct. And yet I could still have such a tendency to doubt myself. And yet the father, I mean, we're super close. He, he chats at me as much as I chat at him all the time. And so we know one another really, really well. So I have to know, you know, now. It's like, come on, with every last thing that we've been through, if he's telling me something, I have learned. You do not question it, cute girl. You hustle and move, you know, in whatever direction you need to. Um, and so I just offer that to you, that that t- intuition, ooh, r- very real thing. I, I maybe even wrote about it. I had a counselor once that, he was a male, and he talked to me about women's intuition. He says, Andrea, I have found that women's intuition is correct about 99.9% of the time. He said, I have never, ever, ever seen anything like women's intuition. So I just offer that out to really pay attention to your intuition, um, always in discerning and making good choices. So, With that, you guys, I'm sitting here. I'm so excited for my soup. It's going to be here anytime, and I will get some great rest and hopefully won't be quite as croaky next time I talk to you. This is just embarrassingly silly, but like like I didn't think when I offered up 365 stories, one a day for a year, that we weren't going to be sick together. Yeah, I guess we're just going to be sick together. (laughs) So kind of embarrassing, but... To God be glorified, right? Have a great night. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care.